Welcome, wonderful people of the internet. This is the Lazy Piece of Shit Podcast. Here, we like to talk about all the awkward and uncomfortable things you might be thinking, but are too embarrassed to say. My name is Dan, and I am cordially inviting you to witness me making a fool of myself with each week's new episode. But for now, get comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get into it. Hello, wonderful people of the internet. We are back here. It's Friday, so that means another episode of the Lazy Piece of Shit podcast. I know you were all probably waiting patiently all week for this moment, so, you know, here it is. I have uh, a wonderful guest who has decided to return uh, and hang out with me today. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, it's Lindsay again. Uh, I'm a celebrity basically on here now. Uh, I had the most views on the Facebook one, so I feel like I'm pretty cool. She is acting a like a celebrity. Yeah. She's down Shut here up. with her sunglasses on because she forgot her other ones. And They're prescription. Yes. It's okay. Well, it's she not douchey. She needs to see the notes apparently, and God forbid she's asked for all these crazy things too. So, you know, we'll see how That's this me. goes. Yeah. Her assistant called me earlier today. It was very weird. I'm just kidding. It was just her daughter. So awkward. Um other than that, I just wanted to have Linz back on because we did get some pretty good feedback on our episode, um, especially cool. the people loved Blockbuster. I had a few people message me being like, they miss Blockbuster, and they if they think if it was still around, they'd, they'd do well. I think so too, but hey, I'm pretty biased when, when it comes to, to that. Um, other than that, I am super happy to have Linz here because we are going to get a little bit uh, serious on today's episode, so I do apologize in advance for that. But I feel like we've kind of gotten to know each other well enough over these last couple episodes that it's time we kind of jump into some of the more serious topics that are that we're facing and, and you know, with us kind of getting out of this pandemic and trying to take care of ourselves physically we also have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves mentally so we are going to discuss uh mental health and how we can kind of take care of that going forward in our struggles and maybe Mm -hmm. also our stories when it comes to that um it's gonna be pretty authentic pretty real gonna try our best to keep it light but you know it is kind of a dark topic so bear with us and uh hopefully if anything someone can take something from it or know that you know it's not just i think i think us two can keep it light enough that it's yeah. You know, that when we make jokes, it's they're jokes about our personal experiences yes. and nowhere near about a, about a joke about mental health. But it's just how we choose how to we deal with it and, and how we cope exactly. And, you know, we're not experts on it, but it's what we're doing to kind of. It's what we've dealt with our exactly. personal experiences and we're and putting it out for there us. just to, you know, again, at the end of the day, we want to get rid of the stigma around talking about mental health, especially for 100%. men um, and anyone in general. And, you know, we want it to be. A point in society where it's no longer uncomfortable it's just like an everyday thing like you're Agreed. just chatting with your friend and all of a sudden Agreed. oh yeah you don't feel like trash this 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 and you know there's no you know hesitation there's no you know judgment there's no odd looks from people and i think the more we talk about it and the more we bring out those hard topics the easier it's going to be so that's yeah, where we are I today. like that and i think that you know when you talk about mental health that doesn't have to necessarily be that mental health means you know oh you've got schizophrenia or something to such a huge degree of you know, a level of, you know, up to 10, you're like, no, there's varying degrees. Yes, and absolutely. Just, you know, when you say, oh, I'm struggling with my mental health this week, it doesn't have to mean that you are struggling with something so, you know, serious. It just means that, you know, mental health, I think, has such a broad spectrum yeah. now. And it's easy to sit there and go, oh, that girl said mental health. That means she's crazy. Or that means she's got a, you know, a disease or something. And it could be, no, no, you're just struggling that day in that particular moment with something mentally. And, I think yeah, that that's where people sometimes think mental health means 
to something a certain and it, degree. Exactly, and it's or something medical or something medicated, and yeah. you're like, it doesn't no, necessarily have to be all. that way. I think that's absolutely right, and I think the big thing to remember when it comes to talking about mental health is that it's not a, it's not a competition, you know, who's better, who's worse. It's just being able to confidently represent yourself when it comes to who you are as a person, and I think everybody at some point does struggle with mental health, mm-hmm. and from my personal experiences, the sooner you talk about it, the better you get it out there, the better person you're going to be. So that's kind of what you have to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But obviously we're going to need some drinks for this kind of discussion. So Mm. this week we are, you know, back from Nova Scotia. We are back here in Ontario. We are very local. We are having some of a uh, new brewery that opened up in Keswick called Turkey Shoot. They have a bunch of different uh, beers, obviously they are a brewery, but we have the Lake Simcoe Lager here. So let's open these up and give them a sip. It's good. It's yeah. not bad, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always leery about craft beers because I always sometimes think they're going to be too one way or the other. So mm-hmm. I'm just afraid that you're going to take that sip and go. Oh, and then you say no, it's, it's good. It's very hoppy. Yeah, lots of hops. And you try to make yeah exactly. You try to sound <laughs> try to cool, sound or cool. that you know what like it's like drinking wine. Like, mm, this is very mm, nutty of, or yeah. something, and you make up something of off course the top of your head because you're crazy. Exactly. Ah. Wink. <laughs> but no, it's good. Yeah, no, it's not bad. I we've been meeting to as I said, uh, we do live pretty local to Keswick, so um, I have been trying or meeting to get there to check out their patio and all that kind of fun stuff. And they are a local small business, so always exciting and fun to support them. But the weather has been absolutely ridiculous. Oh, so so I am looking forward to heading there and trying a flight. They have a bunch of different uh, beers. That they have like a, a seasonal blueberry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she beer. was telling us about that when she was when she was in the store. Yeah, so it, it's kind of cool, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As I said, Keswick's first brewery, and um, I, right now I'm pretty impressed with this lager. Mm-hmm, for so, sure. Um, I'm looking forward to popping by there and seeing what they have to to offer. So we have our drink set up, so that's a, a plus there. So let's kind of you know move along here we're trying to move through this stuff drinking and quick. mental health are what yeah go together <laughs> oh well well <laughs> gotta start somewhere right yes, exactly. again we're not experts but <laughs> yeah we are not experts. if i make these jokes please don't come for me yeah no it's it's how we deal with life. exactly it's, it's how, how we, we do it you know. if anybody knows me it's how we cope with grief yes. with some of the worst things in worst times of your life if you can't laugh you're crying and you're laughing and crying yeah you some know. people like they'll see my posts on facebook and be like are you yes. okay? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, hundred percent. Why? What's wrong? You made a dead joke or a mom or a joke about your dead mom. I'm like, yeah, yeah I did. What you didn't think was funny? Like, <laughs> she would have. Yeah. See, and and that's just it's, it's how people cope, right? People grieve differently, and, and we'll discuss all that uh, coming up. But um, we're gonna get right into our random thoughts this week. Gonna keep it short and sweet with the random thoughts and the fitness mm-hmm. update, just because, as I said, we do have a lot to talk about when it comes to the other uh, mental health stuff. So, um, as I said, we have had a day today when it comes to uh, our area. At least we've had tornado warnings. We had a tornado touchdown in Barrie, which is just across the lake there thunderstorms severe thunderstorms all day so um pretty much podcasting to the extreme right now because we have yeah. no idea if we're gonna even have power but you know yeah the rain has just been crazy the last week not even just today yeah. but the last week and like our our boat we could barely get through the um the tunnel where we have to go out into the oh, lake Jesus, yeah. oh yeah he had to put it in neutral and kind of pull himself through because we couldn't drive through because it was so close so on close? both sides Jesus. that we were just well, like oh. thursday we had a that crazy downpour and we were out on bus <laughs> <laughs> when you text me i was dying i'm like oh, that like, must have been need the boat to pick it's us like, up. Have you seen that video of the guy drink or eating his meal in, yes. the, in the rain? That's exactly what it reminded me of. Well, <laughs> I was with Rita and a couple of our other friends, and it was great. We were having a good time, so we didn't really care too much. It's just mm-hmm. rain, right? And I was like, if I had my car there, I was I would have taken my empty beer because I would have kept the full one at the table. Yeah. And I would have went and sat in there and just, you know, they could take a video and just kind of be like anything for that patio beer. But I, well, I didn't drive, and I didn't want to ruin yeah. anybody's car. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> 
other than that, fitness update. Oh, actually, sorry, just kidding. Random thought. Yeah, tornadoes, craziness. Um, Ontario is moving to stage three yep. today, which is exciting. Yep. So we'll celebrate that. Yeah, taking down the 10 people at a time in the store and yes. not having to worry about counting bodies and just locking the door. Yeah, yep. and then we have movie theaters open back up. I'm so excited. I will be at the theater all weekend. See, I'm, you know what's funny? I'm excited because I can finally take my daughter to the casino. No, oh, there you go. Like, it opens on the... Tw- ours, I think, the Ram opens on the 29th and yeah. Niagara's on the 25th or something. They're not quite opening this weekend, but... But they're coming. Uh, exactly. And because when she turned 19 during COVID and oh, she true. turned 20 during COVID, so two of the kind of last year of the teens are finally legal... So we're going to sit there and make sure that she goes to a Rama and we'll turn her into a gambling event. Perfect. Effect, you know? Excellent. Well, she just do it right Goals. on her phone now. So, you know, right. better watch out. <laughs> monitor her data. <laughs> um, I'm super excited because concerts are happening again. Mm-hmm. Budweiser Stage has a bunch of, uh, I think they're all mostly all, I would assume, Canadian acts. The Arkells, um, Sam Roberts Band, uh, Blue Rodeo. I'm hoping for... Oh, I know who that one is. Do you? Nice. Good call. <laughs> Jesus, you're really aging yourself here, kid. Yep. Um, true that, yeah. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping they do like a uh, country like Dallas, Dallas Smith, uh, Dean Brody kind of situation because I'd go see that for sure. But I'm also contemplating going to see any of them. Well, I I saw that, you know, because with the border totally, you know, lifting restrictions, I'm really hoping that 21st, that may be because now I'm fully vaxxed, that that will be, you know, a perk to being able to travel and cross the border. Mm -hmm. And I'll be able to go to a, you know, a Steel Panther concert super soon, you know, something close because there's got some in Pennsylvania and like closer to the border. And I'm just like, it's like they're teasing me. Yeah, that's my plan. I'll be fully vaxxed by the end of the month and then I'm finding something and just yeah just whether even if you don't like it you're just like i'm I'm going going. yeah i don't care (laughs) and like a freaking yeah it'll be fun though um so yes now we can move into the fitness update so (laughs) if you've been listening you know that i've been struggling for the last couple episodes just to stay motivated with everything and you know i feel like when you know it does it's gonna happen so for the first couple weeks of july with patios getting back open and that kind of stuff i just decided to give myself a break i've kept up with working out except last Mm -hmm. week i took a full full break off from everything maddie was busy i just wasn't feeling it so i just said you know what instead of putting all this extra pressure on myself i'm just gonna take a break enjoy and, and have some fun and same thing with like patios being open yeah. you know i haven't had patios i haven't seen some friends for months i'm gonna go out i'm gonna enjoy so i gave the first couple of weeks of july a little bit of a break uh, i'm back to working out this week which is lovely because i did miss it got a couple of new additions to the old uh, gym which is lovely um but other than that you know it, it's just been rough um I don't know. How are you doing? No, I've been good. I visited. I got my huge water bottle here that yes. um, I've been using it as like it's, you know, those as lame as they kind of sound like some of those gimmicky things. I didn't put like names on it or anything like that. I'm waiting to my girlfriend's going to make me one that says like drink that water, bitch. And like oh, more yeah. like dirtier ones, Sassy. like funnier ones. Exactly. That don't just like you got this girl because that doesn't work for no. me. But something that's funny, like if I can get to that, it'd be make me laugh. Yeah. Um. So getting that water and I've been drinking one small coffee in the morning before I go to work and then drinking green tea all the rest of the day because I know that the water's a big one for me and I didn't put on any weight and I did lose a pound and a half, almost two pounds, you know, last week. So wow. I'm, I'm starting to get back the weight off that I, that I put on, you know, when we were locked down and we were doing curbside and Excellent. unable to do anything. So I'm stoked Just about it. Just watching criminal or outlander all day at work. No, no, good, yeah, good work. exactly. That puts it on, but you know, criminal minds ain't going to watch itself. I'm Absolutely. On season nine now. I had to so drag just, you away from that to get you down oh here. My God, so it was, there we I'm go. like season nine. I'm like, oh, you're nine, doing season nine. Nine. Oh wow. You're that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did like power through like seven seasons of Below Deck in the last two weeks. So I mean, I'm not any better. So yeah, but I just did the thing like, click. I'm like, why am I so far in this? Yeah, but it's a great show. I love Surely it. I missed one. Yeah, didn't, no, no, didn't. no, no, no. Um, and yeah, for myself, is it? I'm so ha- proud of you. That's fantastic. Thanks. I'm happy you're still keeping keeping it going. Uh, I gotta get kind of just get refocused. And you know, sometimes for myself, it's just 
almost best to listen to your body a little bit uh, instead of trying to push through and just making a small issue into a larger issue. So that's what I've done. Uh, I kind of started getting back into working out this week. Next week, I'm going to focus on starting to run. (laughs) So if you see me, don't judge me. Well, the weather's Um, weather's been really bad. We can't even get out and and get out in the sun and do anything because even though it's sunny sort of five minutes right now, it was pouring five seconds ago. Well, if you you follow the lazy piece of shit Instagram, I literally put out something being like, left my walk till after lunch and now it's Harry Potter from, you know, Harry Potter clouds out there. So I was like, well, it's just rough. So, you know, weather's been against me. You know, I'm not trying to make excuses, but they are excuses. And, you know, at the end of the day, I I always like to think there's a difference between an excuse and a reason because an excuse is something like you make up almost to sit there and not do something. A reason like... I'm not going to go walking in the rain, no, especially because yeah. it's not even a drizzle. This is no. like a torrential, torrential downpour, downpour up to my shins. Maybe I'm, I'll canoe. I don't, I'm not going to ruin shoes or something like that to mm. go out for a walk and then just be miserable when I get back. It's not comfortable. It's not logical. Yeah. That's different. But, you know, why didn't I use the exercise bike at home? Now I would make up an excuse <laughs> saying I don't Criminal want to. Well, thing is, yeah. I just say I don't want to. Yes, I just exactly. Didn't. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, it is, I understand this is going to put me back a little bit, but I, you know, I'm not planning or I'm not expecting to be fit and ripped next week you know yeah. it is gonna it is gonna be what it is and it's gonna be a lifestyle change for me so that's where we are so yeah. you know i'm happy that you're kicking it and still hey, going no, and... honestly i'm happy with i think is you've, you you're on the right path you said yeah. you are working is you're still working out that's something you weren't doing before that's a win and and i've take increased it as a three win. times a week so exactly you know? so that th- exactly there you go that's progress a win. See, i just pointed that out Good exactly work. see you had you thought you had no wins i've but earned you do. this beer here exactly Look, at, there's no nutritional label on it, so I'm going to assume that it's good it's for zero me. calories. Zero then. calories. Perfect. That, Thank like, you. Well, it's got a price tag. Is it shoot. free? <laughs> oh, I hate See? that. Good Lord. All right. So we're going to kind of jump right into the main topic today, which is taking care of your mental health. And as we kind of have mentioned um, earlier, with us kind of coming out of probably one of the hardest times... You probably saw a surge in mental health with everybody, where everybody started to see it in themselves and in others. So, And, you know, it's going to be important to make sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure uh, if there are awkward and uncomfortable conversations to be had with loved ones, friends, family, that you can do it and it's going to be fine things. You know, you're not going to get struck down by lightning or anything like that. You know, you'll you'll survive. Um, But first off, I do just want to reiterate that by no means are me or Lindsay professionals in this sense at all. Um, we are just here to offer what has worked for us. Uh, we're going to share our stories and hopefully we can remove the stigma around, you know, mental health and hoping to add, as I said earlier, at one point society's moved to a point where it's just, it's not uncomfortable. You don't get any judgment. You don't get any weird looks. You're just chatting with a friend and, and your mental health comes up and it's just a normal thing. So that's kind of where, where mm. we're hoping to go for yeah, exactly. at some point. That's what I like that because it's just, again, I don't want anyone to ever feel like, Oh, I couldn't mention that to Lindsay. She'll judge me or she'll make me feel bad because it's not something I would ever do or not everybody, you know, seeing it in my family growing up and seeing it in my household now, I would never want anyone to look at them the way that somebody would feel that I would say about them. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like they can shame in it. Exactly. Or or feel like, oh God, I wish I could tell her this, but I can't. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. And I am, you know, uh, I am very excited to have Linz here because, uh, discuss this topic because as I said, we were talking about the other day and you will have known each other for 10 plus years. Uh, you've seen me at my worst to more than 10 years. Yeah. 12 now. Yeah. As you see me at my worst, um, you've seen me at my best and now you've kind of seen me on this journey that I'm kind of working towards Mm -hmm. uh, to be better than I was. (laughs) when I was my best. So, uh, I'm very happy to have you here because you've been a pretty big part of, uh, you know, me trying to get back on the right track. So I can't ever thank you enough. Oh, thank so you. you are, you are, uh, we'll always hold a special part. Special 
part of my heart. Something Always. Like Aw, thanks. That's so nice. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, well, give your sunglasses on. I can't see. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I wore them 100%. Perfect. Now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. I also do want to just thank, like, from the bottom of my heart, like, my friends and family who have stuck around me over these last couple years. Uh, I know things could not have been easy by any means. Uh, so I do thank you guys so much. And without them, I have no idea where I'd be. Um, it's never really easy realizing you're being an asshole. And even worse in the sense when you can't really justify or understand why you're acting a certain way. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's been a it's been a journey that's for sure. And I, I'm you know as I said happy to be kind of maybe on the other side of it or, or working towards the other side. So yeah. Oh, you're definitely on the other side of it, and you, or you're more to the other side than you were to that side because yeah. watching I think in front somebody who saw it from the other side. It, it's really hard to tell somebody they're being an asshole, especially when you know they're going through something yes. that is beyond their control in every aspect of the word. So it's really hard to sit there and go, how do I tell Danny's being an asshole yeah. when he has every right to be an asshole? For sure. And, and it's, it's really hard to sit there and, and bring it up. But it's one of those things that I was just like, I can't not talk to him about off. this because I got to exactly got to pull that bandaid off and let him know because I don't think he knows it. No, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So to understand kind of maybe where I'm coming from or what I've been through. Again, I'm not looking for sympathy or anything like that. I'm just sharing my experiences and what I've gone through over the last couple of years in hopes that maybe if it helps one person, then, you know, we're, we're on, on, on the right path there. So, um, I'm going to share some pretty personal experiences and stuff, uh, with you all. And at the end of the day, those experiences have shaped who I am and helped me grow. Uh, and I've learned a lot. So I, I am pretty excited to be able to now be able to start putting that stuff into becoming a better person. So, um, let's kind of just kick it off with, when you were growing up more or less because you said you are a little bit older than me was mental health a big kind of thing for you was there as big of a push as we have now more or less Do you definitely know what I'm not because i so i grew up i was you know obviously i'm born in the like late seven like the 79 and in the 80s it wasn't everything nothing was talked about mental health was like even in the 90s it was more like mental health was you're crazy yeah or you're schizophrenic or you're something like you got bipolar you're whatever and it wasn't something that was everybody had or everybody had some sort of version of or you could admit to having because it was very taboo and but in my family you know my sister who has graciously let me you know kind of mention it has dealt with it her whole life Mm -hmm. and my mom always took it incredibly seriously and it was one of those things that didn't obviously you don't see it until they're like teens when they can sort of be more vocal about it and everything and my mom saw some things that she didn't like and was scared about my sister was very up you know, upfront with it. And my mom took her and, you know, it was one of those things like, let's get you talking to somebody. Let's yeah. get you to somebody. And it's so grateful to have a parent to sit there and take it seriously. And it was one of those things that as you know, I'm, there's four years between us. So I never saw it that way yeah. because she was in my head, you know, the things that she was, you know, going through were very private to her. So she didn't share them with me because I'm the older sister. I'm going to make fun of her or I'm going to be mean to her or whatever. So it's, you, you know, talk to mom. guarded, right? And exactly. And my mom would never tell us, which was great because she didn't, you know, she mm-hmm. kept that between the trust was always there. And to be honest, I'm not sure if she went to the, my dad the same way. I'm, I'm sure she did. Um, or my mom and my dad would speak about it, but it was more comfortable going to mom, like of course. girl to girl type thing. Yeah. And moms are that, you know, you've got that role. Um, and just seeing it, my whole life, I think it's why I've always been sort of open to it that mm-hmm. way and never been a judgmental person when it comes to mental health because I've always seen it. And then, you know, with, with my with my sister, just knowing like watching somebody struggle and struggle with, you know, a lot of different things that you can easily get bullied for yes. was just very hard. So it was one of those things that I could never judge anybody if they if I saw it or you know what I thought was like hey this is something I think that my sister's going through or went through and when I see it in my own 
in my house now, you know, with, with my daughter, just, you know, seeing her struggle with it and go, you know, feel less than or anything like that, you know, come to me and it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, you know, do Safe I wish, space. exactly. And do I wish, you know, when Shelby would come to me when she was younger and go, you know, this is what's happening when I thought, oh, maybe you'll grow out of it a little bit because you're very young. I wish, you know, now I'd gone, you know, and done something, you know, taken her to a, somebody else. Then it would have been great to, you know, in my own head go, oh, you know, she'll grow out of it. Or, you know, maybe it's something else. Like I don't recognize this as something else. Well, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I should have no. listened to her and, you know, I wish I'd gone back, but you know, we, everything is, you know, she's getting much better. Everything is, you know, kind of going up on the hill. And I think we're, you know, we're working through it and it's great. And, you know, it's the, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of her and I'm really proud of my sister and I'm, you know, it's, it's nice to see them working on themselves and, and, and very talking about it and very vocal about it and not using it as a crutch, no. but using it as a way to say, Hey, I'm having a bad day mentally and I need you to understand and us go, okay, yep. no problem. Yep go do you if you need something let us know kind exactly. Of thing. exactly not not awesome. to go look what can i do to help you just get over it yeah no get over it that's the, that's the worst that's thing the to say to for the yeah hashtag yeah. get over it yeah so that's very interesting because as i said growing up with it you know i was just trying to think of for myself i don't really remember much like especially when i was in high school elementary nothing like that i remember getting to for university sure. and it was kind of around um nothing like it is now which i think is fantastic you have so many big movements so many you know powerful companies and people bringing light to it and kind of just again trying to remove that stigma and say you know what you're having a bad day it's okay uh, if it's more than that it's also okay you know the the whole spectrum is safe and to talk about it you, sh you shouldn't feel judged and you should be accepted so i'm kind of super excited about that um as i mentioned with rita a few times we're in a very odd age group where um we grew up and we didn't really talk about our feelings you know i've always kind of been very connected with my, my my emotions my mom's very emotional so mm -hmm. I, I kind of you know i relate to her a lot so i do get that from her um but it was always we were always kind of taught just to more or less push it down keep pushing through put your head down you'll get through it kind of thing exactly which i mean for me has worked i most of my life you know late teens early 20s i don't really remember anything too too bad a couple times where you, you know you get down and again i would just put my head down and kind of get through it and, and it'd be all right um but then it was so that made things a little bit more difficult for myself when I needed help because, you know, there's that stigma, right? You know, I'm less of a man, you know, I'm less of a son, you know, I'm less of a I, brother I think, I think you're or right friend, when it comes you know? to men, like when men, I need to be strong, which yeah. means mentally as well. Like I need to be this, you know, this rock for people. And it's just, you can't be a rock if there's a crack in it. You know what I mean? That could easily oh, split type thing that, like eh? that. I'm going to make a t-shirt, yep. but it's just, you can't, you can't be strong if there's, you know, cracks in the foundation type thing. You just can't do yep. it. And there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that all men need to. And as you kind if of, if you don't, weak, you don't fill okay. the crack and you just kind of keep, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Exactly. Until, until the rock falls apart. Exactly. <laughs> Crumbles. Beautiful. I hope we're painting a picture in your guys' head oh right God. now. We're, just we're so philosophical. Um, so yeah, as I was mentioning, for mo the most part, I had a pretty care, uh, pretty uh, carefree upbringing. You know, I was blessed to have an amazing family. You know, it was fantastic. You know, I had a very interesting high school experience in the sense that we were in a very odd high school, our high school was grade seven to 12. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Just That's to get right. more people in there, which was cool. So I ended up being in them grade eight. So I was already kind of, we were already kind of into that like high school atmosphere. We had a very small graduating class of like 70 of us. So everyone was very kind of close and, and you know, everyone got along, which was nice. Like 40. What? I like 40 in one, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. geez, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> back, well, that's also... back when I yeah. was in school. <laughs> but yeah, I know. And that was, you know, a small town, you know, feel, small town school. Um, You know, I did have a little bit of some issues like in grade six and seven. There was some dark times, but I mean, I got through it. It made me stronger. 
that's when I found gaming. That's how, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but gaming saved my life. And I know that's pretty dramatic to say, but Absolutely just at that not. age group, you're so young. And like, you know, that's when kind of the whole, I have a lot, I have a big issue with having a lot of girlfriends. People always just assume I'm gay. And that's kind of something that's really kind of bothered me for most of my life. And that's kind of where it all started. And it, at that age, it's so hard to deal with. You don't understand why these people who you've been, you've known your whole life pretty much, why they all of a sudden are like, coming at you this way and to the yep. at the end of the day the people who did kind of were like the culprits behind it were some of my closest friends we did talk about it and it was just one of those things where you know it was hit or be hit you know what i mean and, and that's yep. it's such a shitty situation but that's kind of life and those those age groups right so at the end of the day i'm super thankful i got through it i'm super thankful i did find gaming as i have a group of guys that i've gamed with for since i was 14 so and yeah it's amazing one of them's getting married we're going down to the wedding so it's just one of those things and it's a very odd place but as i said it was a place where i could escape to a place where you know you could get stuff done you know you have quests and you know get new gear and it sounds super nerdy but i was accomplishing stuff where maybe in the real world this it was a little more difficult these people i game with didn't care that i had girlfriend a bunch of girlfriends they didn't care what i looked like they didn't care about anything they just you know you're around you're helping just you're, care that you were good at the game yeah you know what i mean i wasn't even that good so <laughs> sucks to you them right um so yeah so you know i got through that and that's kind of like the hardest stuff i had to deal with and then that did kind of shape me if you will i did grow a lot from it i learned kind of to kind of get that thicker skin um i did kind of start with the self-deprecating humor uh and humor in general just to kind of you know, laugh it off. If everyone's laughing, then it doesn't maybe hurt as much. Um, 100%. I feel the same way. Cause like it's, it's growing up. It's funny that high school can be like when they say high school is the best years of your life. I think that that's what the pretty people lie. say. Yeah. And like the popular people say that they don't. And the thing is, and I'm not going to sit there and like go back and go, Oh, I was this, this hideous monster or something. But I always had friends that were really popular with the boys and mm-hmm. I wasn't. And I was always feeling like, well, what's wrong with me? And it was very much a self-esteem thing for me. Like that way. And I always look back at it now thinking like, oh, you were actually pretty depressed yeah. because you just didn't feel pretty. Like how come boys don't like me? And now I look back at it and go, that's fine. Yeah. You know, don't worry. Like, a, what do you care? Like, you know, you're transitioning, you're not transitioning. You're going through, and you know, all these different things. Your hormones right. are just. And you see, and the thing is, I mean, you see what other people are doing. Yeah. You go, why isn't that me? It's well, because they're not you. Well, and, and the I TV wish that... is terrible back then. Not, oh, you know. Oh my God. Like, and then you're, you're watching these romantic comedies and you're like, well, why? Yeah. That's not real. Yeah. But when you're younger, you're like, well, look at these. You know, all these people are banging all the time. And, it's, you and know, they're I like, all look at, look at, she's the nerd or she's not that yeah. hot. And she's got boys, you know, Lining want up. her and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're just like. Unrealistic just expectations. Be... Exactly. And, and I think, um, I, I wish I could go back and tell myself like how yeah. my life was going to be now so i didn't have to be so sad then and like down on myself and going you know what it's okay like oh don't you're beautiful then you know like and just like kind of do that yeah. whole thing and go don't worry you're gonna find you know the love of your life and you're gonna have this great life mm-hmm. don't worry about me. right now change your life for the better and i'm like oh <laughs> man that's amazing but like i would wish i could tell myself then you know yes. so that i wouldn't be so sad then about something that was so Trivial. absolutely trivial yeah. and absolutely has no you know lasting effect going into now because i haven't thought about that side of it in a really long time because it didn't bother me yeah. now i'm like well that was stupid to be yeah, worried right. about that right so and it's funny like and it didn't help me the other day when i showed um evan picture like when he was like i'm like because i always people say that shelby looks like me and i don't yeah. think that right i think that she looks like her dad and i showed evan pictures of me in high school and he literally looks at me he's like you glowed up huh and i was like wow like rude like what are you saying i'm ugly he goes I mean, just you look better now, and I was like, 
okay, th- thanks. thanks. I, and I was just like, you know, I just felt really beautiful in that yeah. moment because he just was like, you're, you were so gross then, mom. Look at you now. And I'm like, yikes. Thanks. And I yes. just went upstairs and was like, I don't know if that was complimentary or not, but thanks, Ed. Yeah. And, like, and then it made, like, honestly, he just was, that was his way of saying like, I love you. Yeah. I love you. And yeah. like, I think you're pretty. And I was just like, oh, thanks, buddy. And I, I think it's like, it's so weird when you, you think about how bad you felt in your own skin, then you feel how good I feel in it now heavier and older yeah. and stuff like that but i feel better about the way i look now than i ever did then and now well, I don't, you've grown I don't, we've all well, grown, that's exactly right? and and you realize how st- stupid the absolute stupidity and the absolute like the worthlessness yes. of of needing other people to desire you in some no way. for sure and like <laughs> and again that's not like to take away from people no, if they are people not. listening who are struggling through high school it literally is so cliche to say but it does get better. You have to just get through. I couldn't even imagine going to school now with like with Instagram, the... TikTok. You know what I mean? Like at least I couldn't imagine. At least we could. You know, if you're having a shit day at school, you'd leave. I mean, we had like MSN Messenger, but yeah, there wasn't the online was, bullying. There yeah, wasn't. You just don't log in, and then you're yeah, good, right? There wasn't. So, oh, somebody take a picture of you, and, and yeah. it could be up there and seen by millions. So I could never understand that side of it. Uh, and and I do I do sympathize with people that way. That's one of the big reasons I'm like I don't want to bring kids into this world because I would just yeah. feel so bad. 100%. But I do, as I said, I, I firmly stand behind the fact that you know high school is you just got to survive. Your best years are a lot later in life. A hundred percent. Like university was so much better for me. You're struggling now. It gets better 100% because speaking from somebody who wasn't, you know, one of the super popular girls or one of the girls that got all the boys or anything like that, who could have anybody she wanted type of feel. It gets better, and like you find that you know anybody, and you find that life, and you find your niche, you find, and you people, find something, right? you find your people. High exactly. school, you have such a small group of people who you just you've known you probably daily, your whole you life, see every and, day. Yeah, exactly. and you know, and and you try to you know turn into this person that you want to be, and you're getting crap from them, and it's like shut up. And then you finally go to university, or you college, or you, you had you know to work a job or somewhere, somewhere exactly, and then it's just so much easier to find a group of people. I'd say one of the positives of social media is it is so much easier to find that niche that people who are like you and then you can kind of stick together and help each other out which is fantastic um Agreed. but yes push through i promise it will get better um but that's also one of the i guess the side effects of like self-deprecating humor and that kind of stuff is that i do have like i'm very hard on myself mm-hmm. um i you know not very much self-love that's something i'm working on almost every day now um you know i can't take a compliment very well you know things that's like that sure. like someone's like oh you're doing it. and i'm like well you're talking to me like it's just you know it's just for a long time, I've used self-deprecating humor to get through awkward situations. You know, why, again, how the whole thing yep. was, I'll hit first, and then in that way, they can't hurt me with it, because I've already hurt my, you know, I've already made everyone laugh about it, you know? So own it's, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I own it and kind of move on. So it is kind of a shitty way, coping mechanism, I guess you could use, but... There I'm, are worse. Yeah, there are There are far worse out there far than worse, that. Yeah. And I think you're doing a great job, especially with, like, what you said with, you know, people making assumptions about anything, and it's just, okay, I'm gonna, you know, you want to say that about me? A, I don't care that you think that because yeah. I know the truth about me and I know what's going on and my friends know me. So what you think about me matters absolutely not. And I think that's such a huge thing to overcome, especially when you're younger and to own early is go, I don't care what you think about me and yeah. and, and mean it, yes. not just say it, but mean it and go, okay, yeah, cool. Think I, that. Think, I know better. You know, you said you wanted to go back and kind of talk to your high school self. I don't think I would only because, I mean, I know some parts got pretty dark for myself, but it was kind of that big moment for me that turned, you know, kind of started me on the journey that I am, you know, that I am today. Made me the person I am kind. It's the the foundation, if you will, right? And I love that it's and, that it's so different because our experiences were just different. That yes, we obviously just age and where we were in gender. And it's just one of those things that 
yeah, what my sure. problems were were different than yours. So it's yeah. perfect that I would go back and say this because just so you're not so saddled time, you go, I needed this to make me where I am today. Yeah. And I think that's great. Absolutely. Because I would never be able to put myself in your shoes. And I think vice versa. For sure. Um, I wouldn't wear sunglasses inside, but that's just a decision you've made. That it, um, you know, and I wouldn't try to grow a mullet <laughs> if I was you, well, right? I can't wait so. to go tomorrow to get it all ready and just primed up to me you know beauty. What? Um, I'll it's make sure to motto, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and, and, um, you know, high school was fun. Uh, right after high school, I met kind of that tight knit group of friends that I, I have now, and they just were amazing. They accepted me for who I was, you know, never really any issues there. So, so I, I am so thankful that I kind of got through that and, sure. and met them. So. I said, I, I love my high school friends and I think it's nice. Still I'm friends with a lot yeah. of them. Right. And I think that sometimes people think that, oh, a lot of friends means you know, something I'm like, yeah. it's okay to have a small core group of friends that are your people. And that's great. And the thing is, and nobody was ever mean to me in high school. And I want to reiterate that in case anybody listening from my high school thinks like I thought that, that I don't think anybody was particularly mean or anything like that. It was just the way that I felt in my yeah. side, the way I perceived my life to be in that moment, mm. looking back on it now. And we're all angsty teens back exactly. then, you know, and everything was the end of the world. So, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is. I, I do think everyone goes through some sort of For know, sure. I think they moment do. in high yeah. school, especially um, when, you know, the emotions and the hormones are just kind of running rampant through your body and it, it's hard to deal. So um, as I said, stick through it. I promise things will get better. I've always been a little bit more, oh God, I've always been, uh, I've always been a little bit like more of an extrovert. So I did have a lot of, as, as you said, a lot of acquaintances, not a lot. Of, and I I'd yeah. had a small tight knit of friends, you know, I'd go out to the bar and I, it's a small town, especially too. We'd know everybody. And, and I feel like somebody looking from the outside would never think that you yes. had any issues of any kind because you were so yeah. out there. Like, no, like when I first met you, I would never have thought that you had it rough in any way. Yeah. But then getting to you better, I can see what somebody would see and then go, I can see how that would be rough. Yeah. I could yeah. see that somebody making fun or, you know, making things would put you Constant in a place where it wouldn't feel being good. called gay, you know, it's like, Jesus, people, give me a break. Exactly. And, <laughs> and using it in a derogatory sense, yeah. like it was some sort Not of like neg- a joke, you know, exactly. Some sort of negative thing about you. Like, even if you were like, what, who cares? Like, obviously shut up about it, but I'm yeah. not. So just can you not bring it up anymore? And, yeah, it's and just one of those things issue. where it's, if it's from a random person, I don't give a shit. These, but it was kind of coming from people you've known for, you're like, what? Oh, whoa. Like what's going on? Like, and, you know, don't, why yeah, would you say like, that when you know, know that that's not something that that's just as being malicious right yeah. So, yeah but as i said we put that to bed we the people who Perfect. did it we've, it we've talked to them and, and they didn't even know too right they didn't know the extent of it they apologized and they were so sorry so you know as i said and as you get older you can have those conversations you know and, and kind of you know it did come up one night when we were all drinking but hey it worked out well and and i i still do talk to most of those people so it's not like it's you awesome. know i've kind of cut you know they didn't know what they were doing and and i at that age didn't tell them you know of course and, and it is what it is right so yeah, so as I said, you know, early 20s were great, carefree, drinking, having fun, being oh, stupid. I was having babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with your house. Like, oh my God, imagine having your own house. Crazy. That's so um, cool. But yeah, so this is kind of where things take a turn. So I do kind of just want to not prepare anybody for anything. It's not terrible, but it's just like, it was it's a very... It's the trigger. That's yeah, what it is. It's, it's the it's trigger. It's a trigger, you know. It was a very rough point, and this is kind of where things, I would say, started falling apart, and I had to kind of figure myself out because you know things were getting a little crazy so about four years ago four years in august um i lost my little sister uh she struggled with addiction uh so it was kind of and if you do have anybody in your family who struggles with addiction or you kind of have friends maybe not so much friends but for myself there was a seven year age difference between me and my sister so it was um it was very different right she grew up in a very different time um addiction is is you know for myself i it sounds terrible in a sense, but I prepared myself for the worst. And therefore when it happened that way, I could be 
of better service to like my parents and you know what I mean? Just to kind of help people around me by no means does that preparing help me for what happened? It, it, it definitely didn't, you know, it, it was still devastating, you know, getting the phone call, uh, having to call you and let you know that I won't be into work the next day. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was crazy. I, uh, you know, right. As soon as it happened, I got a phone call. I was out actually with Reed at a party. We had to get picked up. I got taken to the hospital, saw my parents and, and, you know, it, it was, uh, it was very sad. It was, it was terrible. Um, but as soon as that happened, as soon as I got the phone call, like I instantly sobered up and I went into like crisis mode almost. And it was pretty much, yeah. I had to try and relieve as much of the pressure of planning, you know, a memorial funeral, that kind of stuff for my parents as possible because I didn't want them to suffer anymore. Um, and that was at the expense of my coping and my dealing and my, you know, moving through the emotions of, of losing a, a loved one. Um, so it was good and bad. I do have to say thank you to my mom's, you know, friends and family. They were amazing. They jumped and helped. And, you know, I can't ever say enough about that. And I can never ever repay the debt that, you know, my friends, my mom's friends, our family friends have, have helped us with. Um, but it was rough. It was, it was hard. Um, I felt a lot of guilt because, you know, there was a seven year age difference. Um, but I didn't see any signs. I didn't really, I couldn't help it was one of those things where it's like, I'd never really, you know, dealt with it before. So when my sister was, you know, lashing out that kind of stuff, it was just, I just thought she was being a bitch, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's shitty. Right. Um, it's hard. So, you know, I was her big brother. Right. So I was supposed to protect her, keep her safe. So I do feel like I failed and a lot and I've had to kind of deal with that. Um, and I know that kind of is, is heavy and, and, you know, some people, you know, want to make sure that you know we did everything my parents did everything we could to kind of get her on the right track you certainly but did sometimes you definitely did it's they, the person right did. like you you know you could have all the money in the world you can have all it you know but if the person doesn't want to get healthy and and and, and sober then there's really nothing else you can do right yeah, and i always i always said that too that i don't think that she lost her battle i think that the demons won the yeah. battle you know what i mean because i know that she fought and i know that you guys all fought for her mm-hmm. it's just i always look at that she didn't lose they won you yeah. know what i mean in the big difference because there was no like no, it's just there was it wasn't there like it just it she could the amount of strength that she did have fighting for those that many yeah. that amount of years I, I i will always commend her and i can't wait to see her when you know god you know long time from now um and kind of just you know give her a hug and apologize for being such an asshole at times because you know i'm seven years older than you i just didn't have time you know what i mean and that was like my biggest regret is that like i was thinking for myself of a time you know when we're all in our 30s we have our family our kids we're all getting for christmas you know that's what i was looking forward to i just wanted to get through these years of her you know being a brat and i think that that's where you like that's what like when we were talking before about where your guilt comes in it's like and again you don't you you will feel guilty about that but you don't have to because you it's not your you didn't do anything wrong because you assumed that you she would get past it if you obviously hindsight's 2020 and you would go mm-hmm. if you could go back you would but the thing is you were right in that moment to feel that way because it was okay because it's just like oh we're going to get past this this is something she's not going to be this way yes. forever and it's not wrong to feel like resentment or you know oh god just get better so we can get past this that's there's nothing wrong yeah. with it i think that that's where you were i felt so always feel so bad because it's like the guilt that i couldn't well, imagine the oldest not, right it was like you know and, and it was, dude i feel that yeah. i feel that in my heart you know, you know she she was you know my little sister i was supposed to protect her i you know drove me nuts but anyone ever talks shit about her you know me and my oh, brother would be the first one to be like 100 hey, you, you can fight that's what, <laughs> because my husband has some siblings right so yeah. things like they don't realize that you can fight with your sibling yes. you can i can sit there and say my sister you're the stupid blah, blah, blah. and you hear somebody else say what'd you say yeah. you just said it 
I can say I, you yeah, can't. Yeah, don't, exactly. don't say nothing about yeah. my family. Like it's just you can hate them, but don't say anything about them. Yeah, and, and I will. I will. I have to shout out my mom here because I think she was such a like couldn't imagine just such a trooper such not even a trooper she was just a saint she she hid a lot from us too you know she she protected tori a lot um and that's to, protecting to you and your brother yes too, right? just you know to my, make sure my dad everybody... too right and, exactly. and that was and just her being so alone in that kind of time period and just kind of dealing with it all almost by herself you know it, it was crazy and, and i could never imagine and that's that's one of the, the mental health parts of being a mom where you yeah. sit there and you have to take on like i can't i don't want the boys to think yeah. of tori in a negative they way you don't want to be any worse so i'm going to protect head. her i'm not going to tell them everything that's going on which puts you in the dark but also yeah. shields her and then she's the only one bearing that burden yes. and it's and it you know i and you if that's a mom thing and that you know you can't fault her for it because she's being a mom yes, no, not only is she protecting i just wish Tori, i could take pr- some of that from oh 100 right? it's because what you want to do is take it from them and say you didn't have to do that yo yeah and you know and and closer to the end you know last year year and a bit got really bad right and and it, it may sound terrible to say but at some point there it was gonna either be Tori or my mom mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because just the stress she was going through yeah uh, you know and 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 unfortunately i love Tori to death but she wasn't i don't think she was gonna get better and, you know, my mom has two beautiful grandkids that she needs to spend time. You know what I mean? So we just, I, you know, it, it was it was shitty. But at the end of the day, I know Tori's safe. I know she's no longer in pain. She's not, you guys you know, can sleep at night. You're, exactly. Yes, you, you can know? sleep at night knowing that you know she's safe. You know she, where she is. You know everything. And is, is that might sound crass, but it's, it's better than the yep. alternative of, where is she sleeping tonight or what happened yeah, you know, I, where is she going to be you ha- the, the relief is is okay to feel yeah. that you relieved that you know that she's safe that you know where she's going to be that you yeah. know that she's not hurting or sick or with somebody she shouldn't be or something like that it's okay to feel that way because it's the same way when people you know when their family has cancer yeah. they're no longer in pain they're no longer sick you you wish they were here but you're relieved well, you that they're suffering. no longer and sick like how, or suffering. Like exactly. for myself, it was like, you know, for the first little bit, I was like, oh my gosh, I'd do anything to get her back. You know, I see how much my of mom course. and dad are struggling. But then it was like, how selfish is that of me? Because I would not want, I wouldn't want to wish that life on anybody, right? Yeah, so, you'd want her back in, in the way that yeah. is, is, is exactly, is but the ideal, yeah. right? But you're yeah. not going to get that. That's it's, not going to happen, right? And, yep. and you know, and, and it was pretty rough. Yeah, I spent many nights, especially when I my mom kind of let me in, not let me in, but kind of, I could see what was going on. And I spent many a nights maybe every two hours I'd be up checking outside my window here and here and where I live. Yeah. <laughs> just checking to see, you know, if her car was on the block, you know, if, if she was maybe sleeping in it. Cause she, you know, you know, just, just worrying. Right. And, and it was, it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy part of my life that, you know, was wild and I don't wish that on anybody. Um, and then of course she passed away, you know, the community came out and it was amazing. My mom and dad are very, they've been in Keswick, their whole entire lives i'm just saying Keswick now because it's fine it's whatever (laughs) um and you know they everyone you know they've been here forever they know a lot of people and it was just amazing to see the support my mom and dad still continue to get support to this day and and it's just amazing having those people in your life um so yeah so then we then you got to get to then you get to go through the the year of the firsts right and no one really know like it's kind of you don't really think about it, but it's like, you know, Thanksgiving, you're like Thanksgiving, you don't care about Thanksgiving, but then when there's a, like one less seat at the table, you yep. know what I mean? And then, and especially you when you're in, at a table that has say six yeah. and it's down to five or whatever, like it's, it's very yeah. apparent 
you walk in 100%. and it just like, it hits you like a truck, right? And, and you know, then I don't want to show emotion because I don't want to make my mom upset because she's already going through a hard time. You know what I mean? So it's just like a very, like, you just keep pushing that shit down and you just keep kind of, you know, trying exactly. to put on a smile and, you know, yep. everything's good. You know, then you got, yeah, Christmas is rough and you got her birthday and, and you know, and, and just kind of... From, everything's rough. You know, Every, everything is everything feels hard like first, and, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and it's exhausting and mentally and physically draining. And then you're trying to, you know, go through all this and then you know, you're hanging out with your friends, you're trying to live your life because unfortunately life doesn't stop, right? You think your life or life is going to stop because everything around you, like when it happened, like literally just, everything to me just froze. Like and yeah. I was like stuck in this like weird freaking, there was a movie that did that once, but yeah. you know, and yeah, like, in, in like a purgatory type yeah, thing. And yeah. And it's like, but the, the, you know, the world moves on like life, you know, so then you're trying to be and you know, go out with your friends and have fun, but then you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to bring and you don't and they down, don't know how to talk to you about it because to, yes. they don't know how to react and, and it becomes like a huge big, ordeal weird, and yeah, it's it's a and really some people weird aren't thing. as good at not ignoring it but not bringing it up and letting yeah. somebody come to them with it and just you know because some people feel like I are you okay yeah. and then you don't want that because well, especially you're just, like, at work me too right because so one like oh working locally yeah, and having a local because you wouldn't think about it and oh how's everyone and you're just like. Well, or how's or or even worse though i'm sorry about your sister yeah. and you're just like thinking in your head like i appreciate the the gesture I and i appreciate, appreciate the, the so comment much, but, but also i'm at work yeah and it's very hard for me to sit i'm already dealing with having to come back to work because you know i need to move on in life yeah and also going i'm really sorry about this and dealing with how that you know works yeah. and i think that you know kind of sort of as we segue into what we were talking you know how you know how you how that affected your at work and yes. how i had to sit there you know it was getting to be Pretty the bad. behavior oh, that's coming up here Can okay you I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry Gosh. I didn't mean to, I am, you have, and, you're trying to read this come on no, no i'm just kidding um <laughs> well, so yeah my sunglasses <laughs> since it's getting dark in here <laughs> yeah. um so yeah so we got through all the years of the first mm-hmm. as i said my, my mom and dad were amazing they're still together which is again beating the odds in in itself right yeah, there agreed. um you know and and my dad is a very stoic person i've, I've talked about that before and for him, you know, me and him are closer than ever. He, we, we text so much more and I, and it's terrible to say that something good came out of it. And I don't mean it like that, but you know, me, everybody it, knows how you mean it. It's it, you if know, one person yeah, who listens to that comments that way. I just, you know, idiot, so. you have to look on the bright side sometimes. Now the situation, you know, our family has gotten a lot closer. I mean, my dad have gotten a lot closer, which is great. Um, you know, I felt absolutely terrible for him because some, you don't even think about some things, right? So one time it was, it was uh, new year's my cousin's wedding we all went you're sitting there where the ceremony's going on and uh you know she's walking down the aisle and i kind of just look over and my dad like he does that he doesn't cry he doesn't do that stuff and i just see him and he was he's gonna kill me for telling the story but whatever um and he and i just kind of looked at him and he was very upset and i said are you okay and he just and and we i got him up and we left um we, we sat we, we we went we went out and i think my mom or somebody went out to talk to him and she came back and he, and he, and he just, and she just said, he'll never get to do that. You know, yeah. walk his daughter down the aisle. And I was like, losing my mind. I'm like, shit, I didn't even, we didn't even think well, about and it. I, right? I think like, that's, you know, the difference between like, it's just weird. Like when you, when you, like you lost your sister, they lost their child. Yeah. You know, I lost my mom and it's just like, it's nobody's is worse, but the worst. And I will always say the worst thing is losing a child. I, I don't, you know, you can lose a relative and stuff like that, but losing a child is to me, it's just, it couldn't, I couldn't imagine. And the grief and, and the way that people would speak to you and stuff like that. Like I couldn't imagine how that wouldn't be the biggest trigger, but it's, you know, that way people deal with it and the way that people, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So then, you know, it's it just, you don't think about these things. Right. And, and it's just so kind of like crazy. So, um, 
yeah, you just got to be patient with people who are grieving and it, it takes time. Um, so yeah, we finally get through the, the year of the firsts and then, um, I, uh, I, I think my mom called me cause I do, I live far, uh, about an hour away from them. So sometimes it's not as easy as, uh, to get there and back and, and stuff like that. And, you know, um, my mom called me and she says, Hey, I got some news for you. And I'm like, Oh great. What, what now? Like, you know what I mean? Just, well, our joke in our family is, is, is we always, it's always bad luck, never good luck. So hit me with it. Right. And uh, she tells me she has cancer. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. And it was just like, the cancer word is just a scary word in itself. Um, 100%. So like my heart just dropped and I just was like, literally like, what? Like this poor woman has already lost her daughter. She's been through so much. Now she's got to fucking deal with this shit. And um, it was just heartbreaking. And thank God they caught it early. She did chemo. Um, she did, what's the other one? The radiation, oh, chemo and radiation, sorry. Yeah. She both of that, um, absolutely smashed it out of the park. Yeah, um, she did. Thank God for my aunt who lives in town because she was going just to a hospital close to us and it would have been like an hour and a half drive. She had to go every day for, for her radiation, that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I have a bunch of roommates. I, I, you know, I was going to have to like, you know, I'll take time off work. I'll go home. I'll be the chauffeur, you know, but my aunt was like, nope, she'll stay here. And that's kind of that. And this and, is what's happening. And yeah. I will, that's the, you know, another thing I'll never be able to thank her enough for, for what she's done. I'm sure my mom would do the exact same thing for her. If roles were reversed, it's just, it wasn't even a question to her. It was just, she'll stay here. And then, you know, that way I could, my days off or whatever, I could take her down. And when, when my aunt couldn't, it, it was, it was awesome. And her and my mom have gotten so much closer beca- because of it. Um, but I am happy to say that old karen is is killing it right now yeah, she's she she's she's you know cancer free it wasn't anywhere else so it, we were just kind of you know again you have to look for the good and the and, and the bad situation well, if losing tory didn't take her cancer <laughs> sure as hell yeah, wasn't yeah you know and and uh it's as i said this woman is literally you know life just throws everything in the kitchen sink at her and she just goes anything else like you know well, what i you mean know, at least it threw the you know the best two curveballs that could ever throw yeah, at her back yeah. at her you know what i mean and she exactly. caught those with love so. so you know and and i truly believe you know people are putting your life at a, a certain time and my brother met his uh his future future wife and she had a beautiful daughter uh who again uh you know came into our life and, and was kind of this, at the exact right time yeah you know, little, you know and, and now my brother has another little, little girl and it's amazing because you know gives them something to not live for like that sounds terrible but there's just they want to be a part of their lives so bad. And, and it was amazing. And to truly, well, my, my mom always said that being a grandparent was nothing like being a parent. And yeah. she's like, Lindsay, I love you, but I love my grandkids. Yes. I'm like, no, I get it, mom. Yeah. No, you know, I don't think you do. And she'd always tell me how much she loved her grandkids. So it was one of those things that you'll never know the love. You, yeah. you love your kids, but when you have grandkids, it's completely no. different. And I, I see that in grandparents. So I believe it 100%. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I'm sure she's listening. So a shout out to her because She's just a warrior. Like, it's, good job, Karen. Yeah, exactly. She's she's. Oh, I love Karen you know, G too. I something just to aspire to, you know, and and it. I I can't tell her enough how proud of her I am. Now she's getting back in to work, and after a couple of years off, she's she's just honestly she's a machine, and I fuck I love her. I absolutely love her. So, oh, you're cute. as you can tell, it was a rough couple of years, and this was all I was still working. Yeah. And yeah, so it was, you know, again, customers coming in, you'd be having a great day and I've been thinking about it and then, oh, you know, and by no, again, no, by no means am I upset. People are asking, I'm, I'm thankful for people caring, but it just was like, you're not thinking about it. And then uh, and instantly your day changes because now you're thinking of it. And then, you know, all your emotions kind of come back up. So it's just, it's, it's rough. So that's kind of when, uh, <laughs> I wasn't really dealing with my emotions, uh, to say the least, um, I, you know, I never went to a doctor and was diagnosed, but I would definitely say that I was in a, a little bit of a depression, a little bit, a lot of a depression. I was just, I was just surviving at that point. I wasn't even really living. Going through the motions. Yeah. It was just like, I just remember 
again, almost like just me in the middle of the road and everything around me is just flying and I'm just sitting there and I'm just stuck more or less. Um, that's when I, you know, I started gaining weight. I just would wake up miserable. Like I remember just like going into work and like people would show up before we open and I'm like, what are these fucking idiots? Like, you know, and it's like, why are you getting upset about people? Showing up? Like, you know, and it was just like, yep. it was just, it was just, it was rough. Um, I've, as I said, I've always found myself to be an extrovert. You know, I loved going out, being with my friends, having fun, meeting new people. Um, but I found myself becoming very closed off. I would kind of go back to those things that kind of helped me when I was in high school. Right. I went back to gaming. I was doing a lot more gaming. I was, you know, not going out to see friends. I was just literally being by myself because I didn't a know how to deal with my emotions and B again, I didn't want to be that guy who, you know, if I did have a few drinks, and something came out. I didn't want to ruin the night and that kind of stuff. So I just felt, oh, I'll just stay by myself in the basement. One hundred percent. It makes it, it's hard when you when something happens yeah. like that. You just you feel like you're that guy that's going to be the bummer or yeah. the drag, or and people aren't going to know how to act around you, so they don't ask you and stuff like yeah. that. And you're just like, then you get to, depressed like, about almost like them not asking you. And yeah. They ask you, and you go, I don't want to come out because I'm going to ruin your good time. So this is a it's the double edged sword, right? exactly. And, it's, and it's it was a circle. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, that's exactly. So it, it was it was a rough time, and and uh, I started getting really anxious. I've never really had to deal with anxiety before. Like I mean. I had those, you know, pre-work jitters when I started a new job, stuff like that. The, like the standard, where yeah. You, feel you know anxious, what I mean? Yeah. I never, you know, I never really had an issue with it. Um, I've always, you know, I've always been a little bit of an overthinker. I'm not going to deny that because I, I overthink anything. But this was like almost to the tenth degree. Um, before, like, I would just I remember just I just go do something. I I would just you know go out and you know, for instance, let's say cut the grass. I don't sound stupid, but for me now, I don't cut the grass on the weekend. Because in my head, um, I think, oh my gosh, well, people will see me. Um, maybe I'm not doing it right or I'll doing, I'm doing it wrong or, or God forbid, somebody will come over and talk to me. You know what I mean? And I just, it, it just, it shouldn't, I should just go cut, cut, the, cut the damn grass. Yeah. It's getting long, right? Um, you know, growing up, my mom and my dad and my grandparents, especially my nan, she was always like, you make sure you do your one good deed of the day, you know, whether it's holding a door for somebody, you know, helping someone if they've dropped stuff on the ground. Um, so I always was like doing that. And then all of a sudden I found myself, not like I in my head I'd be like oh well do they want me to help them oh like what if they're mad that I help them pick stuff up because they're embarrassed or especially if it was like if it was like a woman like oh maybe they just think I'm hitting on her and you know what I mean and I'm just like what the fuck and then you you think about that you're thinking about how stupid it was and you feel stupider and then I'm just standing there like looking at someone they're like are you good and I'm like oh yeah sorry like you know what I mean like it's just and like sir are you you having a stroke yeah like and when you haven't like dealt with that before you're just kind of like what is this and you know driving when when it's new you're like oh no <laughs> yeah like so when you know driving i always love driving no problems and now if i leave the keswick area i'm like no no thank you no it's not for me and it's not like i'm a bad driver i'm a very cautious driver as my friends will all say but i just i i don't like it and you know i've recently as i, I drove to new market i drove to markham recently and i was a lot better so yeah. that was a plus but it's just these little things that just you get anxious over anything you know anything it's going to the grocery store oh my god i don't want to go down that aisle because someone's there so i need to go around it, it was and, and that's was a crazy. that's a big covid thing i think that's where it says like it, and if you have this is before a, covid the thing is but if even <laughs> it has a smell of like like a little hint of anxiety yeah. now you're thinking i'm gonna go the wrong way or there's gonna be people up there and i'm gonna drop i'm gonna pick up that pop like that was a big one for me like if i pick up something that was too heavy yeah. i'm gonna pick up this can of pop and it's gonna open and someone's gonna roll out and then they're gonna yeah. know it was me and i'm gonna, or I'm like gonna pick melt up, in the floor well the thing is and that was a big one for you know Aaron, he yeah. would sit there and literally like, he's gotten, it's it's crazy how much better he used to be, but he would go shopping, grab a glass, um, a thing of glasses that we need at the house and he would walk to the cash and put it down and then leave. And I'd have to go back and get it because he would sit there in his head go, 
I'm going to drop this. Yeah. It's going to break. Everyone's going to see me and then think, and I can't, I can't have that. So I left. And it's crazy that he's just sort of recognized it and sort of kind of healed it on his own. And it's great because he didn't realize that it was a problem. And then yeah. now he's gone. No one's going to laugh at you. No one's looking yeah. at you. No one cares that you're carrying that, those glasses and no one is thinking about it. It's okay. Just, and then he goes, I'm just gonna hold it from the bottom. You know what I <laughs> there mean? There you go. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> don't hold it by those handles. Like going hold to the gas the station. Oh my gosh, there's four cars. I, I can't go to the last. It's crazy, right? Yeah. If I don't pull if up, they're my gonna get me. <laughs> overthinking was like on a treadmill, I would be skinny as fuck. Because <laughs> let me tell calories? you, yeah, I would just be good to go. And it's just, and I've just, I never, I never was like that. And it's only kind of like recently in these last couple of years that, that it's kind of happened. And I'm just like, holy sh, you know, usually age. You, you, yeah. Does that, is that, you know, as you get older, you get more anxious or I, I thought it would be the other way. You're younger, you're anxious, you grow out of it, but I've done a complete reversal. But I, think, I think it's, it's some, I think you've had the trigger of, of, of your sister dying and then pushing it down because yeah. like, the thing is I did the same thing when my mom died. You're the oldest. So you got to sit there and alleviate the pressure of, I don't want my sister, or my brother to deal with anything because they're already sad. I don't want my dad to deal with anything because he's already going through the worst thing that he's ever going to go through outside losing us. And he, you know, he's lost his, his best friend and you go, I have to take that on because they're already the saddest and I'm yeah. the oldest and it's my job as the oldest to take on the burden of dealing with everything. And then that can sit there and you do that for a long time. And then you go, when does that stop? Yeah. When, when do, do I, I take, take care, care of myself? Right? And then, you know, sometimes by the time you get to you, you've done some damage that you need to now figure out how to repair. Yes. Yeah. And that's, as I said, my, for me, that my insecurities were just literally eating me alive, but I wasn't doing anything to fix it. I just was, again, just stuck in this pendulum of sadness, which sounds yep, you sure dramatic, were. but it was pretty brutal. Um, you know, and, and, and when you, what I learned was when you don't deal with these kinds of things, they bleed over in other aspects of your life. And if you're someone who's struggling and, and you don't think that I hate to break it to you, but it definitely does. You know, I found as I was miserable all the time, I was just, and I think miserable. the big thing is that people think they're hiding it better than they yeah. are. And it's just like, you're not being as strong as you think. No. And it's obvious and it's okay, okay that it's obvious. Yes. And you know, maybe if you're you know dealing with it, go talk to somebody or yeah. if you've got an EAP at work or something, use it because there, a, there's no shame in doing it. And B you're not, you're not as tough and you're not as strong as you think you are. And it's okay to yeah. not be that way. And it's okay that other people are noticing they're not staring at you because they're rude. They're staring at you because they care. Yes, you exactly. Know, you know, you know they're bringing said, it up because they care. I hated, I hated work. <laughs> I hated dealing with customers, you, sure you know, and I would just be snappy. And like, I, you know, I've always been a little bit of a sassy fellow, but <laughs> this was like to a bad degree. You know, I was no longer, you know, I was almost like looking for altercations with customers like that and again this wasn't okay and especially as i said around my friends you know i'd get drunk and i'd, I'd get mean and like not that i had a streak of being mean like i get to a point where like i'd say a joke that might have been a little bit offside you know like and it, you know what i mean and, and it, it apologized no one ever kind of took it personally we were all drinking having fun but now i've kind of felt like i was getting to a point where it was it wasn't fun and I was putting my friends in an awkward situation and that's not fair to them. Like, you know, and, and so I have, kind of, I did kind of stop drinking. I, I, I'm more or less scared these days because obviously addiction runs in, in the family. Um, and it, it's just, it's something that I always will probably for the rest of my life monitor a lot more closely because I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? I don't want to be someone who gets drunk and lashes out and takes out their frustrations on, on people who are closest to me who have been supporting me. So it was just a very frustrating part of my life. I just felt literally stuck and I felt very much alone. So um, that's when the hero of the story, Lindsay rides in on her oh chariot. My, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. 
Because she, you're the one, as I said, you're the one that pulled me aside and said, look, you're being a real piece of shit. And that was, it, that's what's great about being in the sort of in the workplace and in in, where I can speak to you candidly as a friend yeah. and not just necessarily as the manager. But when I sit there and had to sit there and go, okay, damn, my friend is behaving like a shitty employee. Yeah. So it needs to sit there and be rectified because I can't have him lashing out at other, at customers, more particularly at other employees yeah. and, and, and at myself because of things and the excuse of, your sister dying was one like it's it's as terrible as it is. If if you need to deal, then go home and deal. Yeah. But you can't keep bringing it to work and, and using it as an excuse to treat people poorly and to you know what I always make the joke with Dan is you have undiagnosed health mental health yeah. issues that need to be addressed. Absolutely, and making the kind of the we need to talk about this because I need to know whether or not you need more time or what we can do to help you go back to being or even growing and you know either Dan a great customer service employee who was great to work with and. And, or how to move on to be, how can we get to yeah. this Dan to, you know, where he's going to be, grow and be back to a, a, an employee that is okay to be at work mm -hmm. and not, you know, damage the reputation of the business or, you know, damage his permanent yeah. relationship with Yeah, and the worst part is people. like, you know, like, and, and... And he didn't mean, he didn't know he was doing no, it. No, yeah. He literally didn't know he was doing was it. Just... And some people, you know, oh, I don't know, I have a resting bitch face or I don't know I'm mm -hmm. talking to people that way. He just legitimately didn't realize how bad it yeah, was. And, yeah. you know, the other staff were like, it's 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 getting bad and yeah. i'm you know i can only look away for so long before i have to say hey man let's we yeah have to, we, the, have to, we have to we have to let's go somewhere else work was we are so we're all so close to overtake for so long is that i would try and like i guess be good quotations like around my friends and then this was like my vent was work and I'm like that's not fair to you guys mm -hmm. the worst part is though like people who grieve they get what like three bereavement days thank god yeah you don't get enough paid time yeah. off at any job and like that's... you can't take time off right to, yeah. to do your healing and work because... was very good when, yes, when it came I to you like we yes. were like i think most most places don't do what, yes, what you no, know and i was really like for the week so I, can get I was really out. glad that work kind of said like yeah. Tell me to take the time. Vacation days. Exactly. Yeah. You came back a little bit earlier than you know you you thought you were ready, and I think that, that was you yeah, know a mistake. A you know too. you know hindsight yes, again, yes. but um, you took advantage of a couple of the e the programs that we have because I was struggling. And the thing is, more recently, I you know before COVID type thing, I was really you know I was in a down place, and I just I didn't know what was what I could do wrong. I felt like a shitty wife, a shitty mom, a shitty boss. Like I just felt like I was kind of getting it at all angles. Like and it wasn't just you know. I, that I was, it was just, you know, I get yelled at at work for doing something that was worthy, not yelled at, but like talked to by my employees, like, oh, you're doing this. And I was like, yeah, I am doing that. But then get defensive about it when really you, yeah. you shouldn't have been And you know, at home, not, not doing, you know, certain things or whatever like that. I was like, well, you can't just come home and sit down and not do anything. And like, you have a home to run. Like you're a mother now. You can't just do these things. And, you know, I just felt shitty. I felt like a shitty mom. I felt like I just, you feel like a shitty person. I'm, I'm not a shitty person. And I knew that. And I said, I need to go tell somebody that A, doesn't know me, mm -hmm. B, has no absolutely pre preconceived notions about me, and C, has some sort of medical background that can sit there and tell me what- a professional. Not tell me what I want to hear, <laughs> yes. exactly, but tell me what I need to hear and what is the accurate thing to do. And I went, I think, five times-ish. Yeah. And, you know, and it was great. And I felt a hundred times better when I left. And it may not sound like, oh, you didn't go for years, but I it was enough for me to yeah. sit there. And the ideas, and I was like, I felt amazing when I left. I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad I went. And that's why when I said to you, like, there's no shame in it. It's not like laying on a couch in therapy talking yeah. about, you know, we're on the doll. Did, did, you know what I mean? Like weird things that you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. It was so. Look at this picture. Tell me what it makes you feel. Exactly. And you feel like you see too many movies that make yeah. psychiatrists look like they're crazy people or that you're crazy if you go and talk to one. And I didn't feel that way at all. Amazing. I just felt relief in letting it out and just going, oh, okay, it's okay. She's not going to judge me. 
yeah. at all. She knows what she's talking about. So, and then you meant you recommended that I you strongly take recommended that I took yeah. advantage of it, which was great. And for me, seeing somebody like yourself who is very strong and somebody I look up to, I was like, you know what? If she can do it, I can definitely do it too. I need to do it. It wasn't more or less a choice at this point. I needed to do something because if I kind of kept what on you were this doing way, wasn't working. Yeah, I was either going to lose, lose my job, lose my friend. It was just kind of a recipe for disaster. So. I by no means am religious in any means. I do believe that there's a higher power up there. But I remember I booked my first appointment. I remember I was at home in the basement, booked it, and uh, to talk to a therapist. That's if you didn't to talk to a therapist. Um, and so I booked my appointment, and then I think I messaged you, and I just said, "Oh, by the way, this is the date that I have, and this is the time." And you're like, "No way." That is the exact, I have a, a appointment yeah. the same day for CNN, someone else. Yeah. And by the grace of God, let's just say, um, I don't think I would have went if that didn't happen because you picked me up and you took me and you said, we're going, right? Yep. And it was, you know, and I don't think, I'm not that, I would have talked myself out of it, right? I would have. Yeah, you would have made started, some excuse that you yeah. couldn't go and everything like that. And it was just, I think going with somebody like you feel like, oh, it's, oh, well, I'll have somebody, like, even if it's just a crutch, they go, I have somebody there to mm-hmm. back me up. And, and then you go, then you're like, and then that I honestly the the weight off your chest yes. I think even after the first one was just I feel a thousand times better than I ever could have and it was it was the best thing I've ever done for myself yes and that's exactly where I was going as, as I said uh it was probably the best decision of my life going to talk to someone who has who have you mentioned who doesn't care they're just literally there to listen it's not a friend who's gonna again tell you what you want to hear it's just somebody who is literally their job is or tell to... you their version of what they think is the truth yes. and go oh i saw online or i read on facebook or something like yeah. have you tried taking saint john's war or some sort like it they they're she's, trying to help of she's course she's trained in something but... and it's it's it makes you feel better that they go have this is what i think you should do like yes. and the best thing she ever told me and i'm going to tell this to everybody and you can it was don't worry about things you can't control and it was like I, I never even thought about it. it's like can you control that can you control that well no then why are you worried about it yep. and it was just sort of thinking like re- almost like a mantra okay the customer's coming in the other like can you control what they're going to do can you control their behavior no then don't worry about it and i was like yep. oh my god that there you go thank you that like, weight it, is lifted as, and you said. as simple as that is you don't think about it because you're like oh my my son's gonna do this or my daughter's gonna do that or my husband's gonna do that, or my you know at work it's gonna be bad can you worry about it Nope. Can you control that? No. Okay. All you can do is control how you handle yeah. it. And like, and it was amazing. There, were, there was no judgment. I, I saw yeah. a lovely lady. I, I just felt a lot more comfortable talking to a lady. You get, you get to choose, which is great. They, you know, in person over the phone. Um, you know, I think that you can even do like text now. Like, I think uh, in person. Just I think, I think that was that was my was option work, as well. Was working it was, for it was me. really good. Yeah. Um, there was zero judgment. Um, I was able to talk about all my emotions and in almost. It sounds kind of terrible, but whatever. Almost to be validated in the sense that she just said yeah, you've had a fucking rough couple of years and it's okay to feel this way. And I was just like, oh, well, thanks. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, yep. it was amazing. Um, I talked about everything. I mean, there were tears, there was laugh, you know, it, 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 but again, I just felt safe talking to her. And I know that's such a cliche. Oh, you need your safe space. But it was amazing. And as you mentioned, she gave me tools that I could use to help control my emotions, make better choices, you know, things like, oh, I'm never going to, and one of the big things that she, because she, you know, we worked on wanting to get, fit which the global pandemic kind of messed that up yeah. but um it'd be like okay well stop selling yourself you're gonna not eat out again because you know that's you know that's not gonna happen you know you're gonna have to eat it at some point in your life again so now you're just setting yourself up to fail so why don't you you know small blocks as you said that's what she always would tell me small blocks dan small blocks and i'm like absolutely right okay i'm not going to the gym she's like just walk into the gym and, I, and, she, and i'm like what do you mean she's like just walk in and then, then it just leaves she's like yeah then just leave you got to the gym, you didn't do anything, but you got there the next day. Okay. And then you go, you ride the bike or you're on the treadmill for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, and it's just, 
each day you get better and better and better. So it honestly was one of the best decisions of my life. Again, I can never thank you enough for pushing me to go there. Um, and it was life changing for me at the time because I just felt so much better and I was able to deal with these emotions that I've kind of been just stuffing down for, for a long time and not wanting to, you know, be that person. Right. So it was amazing. Um, definitely. I, I would recommend it. If you are thinking about it, definitely go. You will have, I, I don't think you'll have any regrets. Um, you know, she wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to prescribe you this. I'm going to prescribe you that. It was nothing like that. It didn't was, write anything down. No. Didn't make you feel yeah. like, you know, you know, what are you writing down? What are you doing? Like it was just somebody to listen. She would show, she showed yeah. me the notes, right? Yeah. It was just more or less for her. So the next, exactly. She would know where we left off and it was great. And, and I, I highly recommend everybody to do this. You know, it wasn't like people knew you were going in to see a therapist. You just went up to the second floor and, and, and went in and it was great. And, um, obviously COVID has been an absolute nightmare and, and mental health has kind of just peaked at this point. But I had these tools that I learned that kind of helped me. I mean, by no means did I get through the pandemic unscathed. I do think that there was issues with friends and all that kind of stuff. That, But, but I worked through them and now we're better than ever, 100%. right? Like, I think that if I hadn't gone and talked to her, I wouldn't have been able to cope with the pandemic the way that I did. Yeah. And I, I feel confident in saying that, that I also feel like I'm able to help my family deal with theirs better yeah. and that I can deal with theirs myself better. Like yeah. not only help them deal with theirs better, but I can deal with the way that I deal with it better too like i wasn't like taking it so personally and mm-hmm. remember like it, they're not be able they're not in control and it's not you yeah it's okay let them like say whatever they want like if they have a lash out or whatever it's okay yep. because they don't mean it and if they don't say sorry it's okay too because you know their story like they don't mean that you know and it feels great to go oh my god they hate me blah, blah, blah. you're a bad mom no i'm not no she's just having, having a bad a day, day. Yep. he's having a bad day they're having a bad day and it's okay just it's go. just amazing to Love finally Good yeah, night. finally feel worth you know your my self-worth was like actually something you know what i mean i always felt i was a terrible friend a terrible son a terrible employee you know what i mean and it was just like to be like validated in the sense that i where when i how i needed to be and kind of just someone you know to say yeah you've just you've had a fucking rough go that, yeah and, exactly you know, and you're say, still okay. here you're, like it, it was shitty you know? it was yeah. shitty yeah it went like you know you she's in a better place move past it yep. don't say that to me you know it's okay to be shitty it's yep. okay to feel shitty about it it, it's a shitty thing yeah absolutely and once as i said i i don't think i'd get much out of like a a phone session or or like a, a emails that kind of stuff so once obviously us moving into stage three hopefully we'll be able to do in-person sessions again um i will definitely go back just to kind yep. of decompress everything from the last two years of this pandemic they'll and probably be busy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly right <laughs> maybe we'll do like two for one sessions we'll just go okay now my turn uh um, can i are you t- together no, no no we're just mentally together mentally we're mentally crazy together yes it's what's up we yeah. Work together. um yeah so as i said um well thanks for hanging out for that whole uh kind of rehashing of the last couple of years and as i said i uh i think is, so we've had a rough go yeah i think we both had some you know a trauma that you know you, you you'll never get over and it's just how you deal with it and yeah, i think that's what know. people need to understand is you'll never get over those no, things you just it's how you deal with yeah. them that's the thing and, and people need to you know time heals everything it doesn't heal anything it just you learn to adapt and i think that's all it is is that l- how you learn to adapt to deal with those things that makes a difference and that's where i found it you don't have to be so strong it's okay yeah. to be weak it's okay to have your it's okay yeah it's okay to have your your shower cries Hell yeah, bring your beer cries. in there shower cry shower <laughs> beer best place to cry is uh, as as Brian tells me, right? Yep. So I do all the time. Don't be worry. loud, you know. Cry yeah. and it's it's okay. It's nothing against anybody. And you know, if you see somebody doing it, let them. Yep. They need a minute. Just toss them in the drink. Call them a day. Exactly. Um. So yeah, as this, as, as obviously you may have discovered, it's been a little bit of a, a rough four years. Um. But again, most of you know, I didn't react as well as I should have. 
I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I can sit here and tell you that I should have done so much different. But again, what has happened has got me to the point where I am now. And I'm honestly truly thankful for that. Um, I, I got comfortable and I got scared, very scared of change. And those are two, like, I think those are the two worst things to be because as Mike, the situation says on his t-shirts, like last episode, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if I'm not going to put the effort in, then nothing's going to change. And, and I'm just expecting the world to change or my life to change. And that's not going to happen. You have to put the effort in. So if there's anything that I could maybe recommend to people, if they are listening and they are going through some stuff, um, especially when it comes to grief, grief is a fickle beast. Um, no two people grieve the same. You can read all the books you want. You can do all the steps you want. Unfortunately, there's just no good way to grieve or to, to help somebody besides them just letting them go through the process them, themselves, being supportive, being there for them. And it will take time. And unfortunately, um, you know, you got to just be patient with them, you know. I think that's, that's the biggest one is know, patience. It's patience just, is, if you is see, key. If you see a friend or a family member and they're acting differently and they're, you know, it's okay to ask. Yep. They, like, if you if you ask, then they don't maybe feel as that it's as taboo, especially if you don't ask in a way that seems condemning or seems judgmental. Like, what's wrong with you? As opposed yeah. to, man, something going on. Like, do you want to talk? Also, because it's okay. Like, we can talk if you don't, if you don't want to, I get it, but... Yeah. I'm and here also, for you to give them that I think a big thing, too, because obviously you have a lot of people who are always asking, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Um, that does get a little tiresome, I will say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously throw it out there the first couple of times. And you, if you find the person is, is just not being very receptive of it, I would just, definitely recommend just maybe sending them a text or something like that and just say, look, um, I understand you're going through a lot. I am trying to – I want to be a good friend to you. So when you're ready, I'm here and please – you take advantage of that and, and when you are ready to go you know that way you've put yourself out there and then the ball's in their court and you know what sometimes they might not take advantage of it and there's nothing you can do about that but you've done your part and then again like for me you know you threw the ball in my court and then i i ran with it right yeah. so that's what we have to kind of do is you, you you're not going to be able to fix everybody yourself you have to kind of put the own some some of the onus on them and just being there and being available i think is is, is well, 100 percent. and i think that i would have taken you the same way as if i i think is i obviously if i wasn't your manager it might have been differently but it was the way that i was looking at it like mm-hmm. i can't let my friend deal with this anymore because this isn't this isn't Healthy. how he wants to be. And I know that this is not who you want well, to be. Especially going from someone who was so, well, that's what know, I mean. Like, like it was just to like, having an also who somebody who enjoyed customer service and somebody who was really good at it to being somebody who was like, I understood like, Oh my God, he's going through something, you know, he's going through something, but we have to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to make the, I'm going to be, if I have to be hard and go, dude, I, I I'm yeah. going to recommend you do this because I did it. And I was vulnerable with you saying yeah. I've done this and it was the best thing I've ever, I've done for myself. Yeah. And I think that you would benefit from it. And I would really like you to go and do this and let's just, you know, see if we can do that. Is that something you're willing to do? And it, you, you're not willing to do it the first time, but at least I can sit there and go, this is what's available for you. This is what we yeah. we're going to do please take advantage because I think that you would benefit from it. And then, you know, it takes a little bit of time and you're like, let's do it. And then, yeah, doing it together. I'm like therapy day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and it was great. And and again, I can't And it's worked. And you are, I will always give you props. Like I said, last time I was here, I will always be props on the man that you were then to the man that you are now is so drastically different. And it's nice to have this Dan back and, Oh, you know, you. being you. No, yeah, no, it's, it's my, awesome. Like, like you, I don't think you get enough praise for oh, no how so strong sweet. you've been, and no, I don't think that you get enough props. I don't know, I don't know how your friends yeah, mention it, but know. they see you maybe differently than I do. And it, I just wanted to say how proud I am of you and the man that you've become because you went through something that was terrible in a very terrible way. And I think that not a lot of people could come back come yeah. back from it. And I think well, thank that you. I really appreciate it. And as I said, that's a perfect segue into you know 
being again so thankful for my friends and my family who have put up with me and who have literally kind of you know stuck around and, and who are still here and again i'm as much as i'm doing this for myself i'm doing this because i want to be a better person and i want to be a better friend again i want to be a better son and and, and you know brother and, and uncle and that kind of stuff so um that's, that's, why I, that's why I did it too. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be the best. That's why I told my husband, I said, I'm not doing it because I don't think that you're, because it made him feel bad. Yeah. And I said, it does it's not about you. Yeah. I said, I want to be the best wife I can be. I want to be the best mother I can be. I want to be the best boss I can be. I want to be the best friend I can be. I want to be the best aunt. Like it's like, you want to be the best version of yourself yes. and it, it's not you. I, I need this. Yes, and exactly. Yep. It's not you. I need it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think doing something for yourself is the best thing you can do. Yeah. And as I said, now kind of, again, with those things kind of that are put in your place you know coincidences you know us going on the same day that first day you know i was getting you know pretty pretty you know low again with the pandemic kind of not ending and and then you know this opportunity arises where we're doing the two shifts and you know and that gave me an opportunity to really focus on you know being able to work out being able to get into a routine of, of and doing of, this yes and doing this right and that's what i said um i feel like i have a purpose now you know i'm on the i'm on this journey now to be the best version of myself um again i want to be the best friend son uncle i can be and i just want to make you know everyone proud and i am just so thankful that i have this opportunity and if anyone is kind of struggling i just want to say like you know you, you can do it. You're strong enough. Um, the biggest thing is if you are kind of trying to do it yourself, get a routine going. I think a routine is the biggest and best thing you can do when you have, you know, as I, I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson and he was the one who said, you know, you need a purpose in your life. And I think that's kind of where the whole idea to do this was, is I need to do some sort of something to put yeah. my energy into and then to start a routine to make sure you're getting up around the same time every day, you know, get yourself kind of going and then you'll find that your mind isn't wandering as much and that kind of stuff. So again thank you all for for listening it's been uh it's been a real one uh i i did say that when i, I started this i wanted to be as you know upfront and, and uh honest Candid. with everyone yeah. uh, about what, what i'm going through and that kind of stuff so i know this isn't as as fun as as the other episodes but i feel like it's necessary to kind of you know see where well, i can't always be hilarious yes i know like, so oh true my God, so true get jealous yeah exactly so you know i i do hope that that you know, if, if, if someone listens and this kind of helps them to make that decision to, you know, maybe go talk to someone or make that first step, then I will be so, so thrilled. So, yeah, so ask, happy. You know, ask at your work if you yes. have something, because a lot of employees don't realize that their employee, they have, you know, they, they have that perk that yep. you can call somebody and it doesn't cost you anything or talking to your doctor or, you know, something where you can, you know, there's so many free so avenues. There's so many free resources now and that's the and best And to take thing. advantage of them if you feel like you need to, because Absolutely. it's a hundred percent anonymous and if you're feeling like you don't want to, then nobody will know. Yeah. And, and just like a reiteration, um, we're not professionals in any means. You can always follow me at the uh, lazy.pieceofsht Instagram page. Um, if you want to send a DM, I, again, I, I'm not going to be giving any advice. I'd be more than happy to listen. Um, and then maybe, you know, you, you know, if that, if that helps you get, get that off your chest, I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, but again, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not a professional in any other sense. Or if you want to send an email, you know, lazy piece of sh period t at gmail.com. You can always send it there too. Again, nothing will ever be made public. That's, that's not what I'm about. Um, but at the end of the day, we just want to hopefully get everyone better, you know, yeah, just, not, but get everyone better in well, the no, sense that, I you think, know, I think it's a good thing because you and I are both very similar in the sense that we're very, happy on the outside mm -hmm. sometimes and we don't look like somebody who would sit there and have that issue or have an issue at all like oh yeah. look at like what do you have to be what do you have to be sad about yeah. <laughs> and then you give them the big old finger but it's like everybody has something to be sad about sometimes and when sometimes when you give off that happy persona yes those, those people, are the people the ones you gotta worry exactly about. so yep. like 
you know, Robin Williams or something like that who's yeah. struggled severely, right? So I think that just because you're happy on the outside, I think it's nice to be candid when you see two people like us who are very happy, very outgoing, very everything, and we were struggling at some point or still are or whatever. It's, you know what? It's not everybody. Everybody's got something going on and maybe you don't know about it. And if you can sit there and see somebody who's as strong on the outside go, oh, if their problem, oh my God. Yeah. You know, if she said it helped her, then I'm going to go do that. And if he said it helped me, I'm going to go do that. Then at the end of the day, win. there's, yeah, it's a win. We just, you know, you'll find you'll find someone you'll you'll be so much better you'll find you know an inner peace and then uh you know i know that sounds pretty like hippy dippy but you know it, it is true though right and as i said i personally have never been happier as i am right now you know yeah i'm, I'm not really smashing my you know my, my fitness goals but i'm working towards it and it, as i said it, i have a purpose and i think that's kind of you know and the purpose not only is this podcast but it's you know to get better so that way i can you know be a better person so um Thanks for for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Always. Thanks for being here, Linz. I, I honestly, I, you were unfortunately a last minute call up today, but I honestly now I, I wore plaid to be <laughs> yeah, Rita like Rita. S. Yeah, you know what I mean. Her, You're so sweet. I I, that's why I kept my glasses yes, on. You know what I mean exactly, to be more Rita esque. Yes. And you love know that. what? She's gonna love that. I'll let her know. You're for welcome, sure. Rita. Um, but no, as I said, I think you were the perfect person to be here because you were kind of the person who jumped in and and you know and 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 said yo you got to get your shit together. And that's just, you know, we've known and, each other for so long. And, and, and I, I think, think that I could say that. that to you and it wasn't, you knew that it was coming from a place of love again, yeah. because it's like, it's very brother sisterly. Yeah. And it's just like, if I can sit there and say, dude, we got to, we let's get this going. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's see out. what we can do. Yep. Absolutely. So um, other than that, as, as I said, if you know, follow uh, on Instagram, send an email, uh, look for any resources. If you do need to take advantage of them, other than that, I'm always here to send a DM to. Yeah, my Instagram's not that cool. Yeah, no, she's trash. If you want to see my cat. Yeah, oh God. I have cats, but if you want to see my one cat, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty cool place to go. Um, but other than that, as I said, I, it was a little bit more of a heavy episode this week, a little bit longer too. Break it up if you want to. If it is a little bit too heavy, listen a little bit here, listen a little bit there. Uh, at the end of the day, I hope that the message resonates with with, with you. And at the, end of, at the end of the day, I keep saying at the end of the day, um, just want everyone to be happy, living their best lives. So, you know. A lot of Jersey Shore quotes here, unfortunately. More more Jersey Shore <laughs> quotes than I thought there would be, if I'm well, being honest. But it is what it is. Uh, other than that, we'll see you <laughs> next week. Uh, I promise next week's episode we'll you know bounce back a little bit with some some funny next stuff. Next time I'm on it won't be so heavy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be hilarious um, again. But other than that, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your weekend and uh, stay wild, my friends. Bye. Bye.